The countdown's on, MP. Damo, the biggest and best wellness summit ever is fast approaching. Don't miss out on the entertainment. The education. The edutainment that is the wellness summit. Featuring for the very first time at the summit, the Merrymaker sisters, Carla and Emma Pappas, and the 2013 bachelor himself, the incredible chiropractor and sharp mover, Mr. Tim Robards, plus all of your wellness couch favourites. And wait for it, Damo. All 22 podcasts on the couch will be in attendance at the summit. Wow. So take your digital wellness couch experience and make it a real-life one at the transformational, inspirational, sensational 16 hours of Powerhouse Wellness Summit at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. September 10 and 11. More information and tickets available at www.thewellnesssummit.com. Now, before you go, Damo, there's a big competition on as of now. Every single person who registers before 11.59pm on Sunday, August 14, goes into the draw to win a double pass to the inaugural 2016 Wellness Couch Awards Night. Amazing. You'll join the who's who of the Wellness Couch as we present for the very first time the best new podcast, most popular episode, most popular the host, the best hair, of course, MP, most awkward moment, and many more sensational awards at this night of fun and wellness frivolity. But you must enrol, folks, by August 14. Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, episode 102. This show is dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in pursuit of being world-class in life, love, and legacy. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Karen Tam. And we are the co-host of the Inside the Champion's Mind podcast. I'm excited. I am super, super excited about this episode. You should be. Yeah, I think so. Because it's the second episode where my Woo-hoo! wife and I... We <laughs> get did it! We did it. We survived <laughs> episode one. Uh, to two. Yeah. You know, okay, it's... I don't know. How did you feel about your first podcast? It was good. I didn't know he was recording. So some people said to me, you didn't smile a lot. You didn't look at the camera. (laughs) I didn't know we were recording. And he kept looking at the computer screen. And while I'm thinking, at the same time, I'm thinking... Why is he talking to the computer? And then it dawned on me slowly. He's recording this at the same time. <laughs> yes. So if you did uh, get catch that, we actually did our first video podcast on Inside Champions Mind. Um, although, also, most of you will be listening to the audio version, but there is a video version. You get to see my beautiful wife. Uh, that's probably the more important uh, video. That's why I did it because uh, she makes me look good. And so you can go to YouTube uh, channel and uh, you can look under Inside the Champions Mind. And you should be able to find it there. So we've we've had uh, hundreds of views, uh, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had, uh, you know, lots and lots of comments. So thank you very much for those people commenting. I just want to give shout out to a few um, because I think it, it was great to hear. I think it was great for you to, to be able to, you know, to hear that uh, people enjoyed it. A lot of people have been saying like how they enjoyed the female voice in, on the podcast. Um, they they loved the, the wife being on there and just having different perspective from, from me. It, you know, I think it's because I'm probably not talking about sports. Yeah. Oh, come, could, on <laughs> come on now. Come on Although we are surrounded by sports memorabilia. 
Yes, you're in the champion's lair now. You're in the champion's lair. <laughs> and perhaps we can move the lair somewhere nicer. <laughs> yeah, she's she's so concerned about background. Me, I just want to get it done. So uh, this is the best setup we got. And uh, if you want a better setup, uh, a better background, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to look into it. But hey, we had to get it out. We had to get these podcasts out. So, uh, so this is what we got. Shout outs to a few people. Wendy, um, thank you so much for your comments. Katie. One of my really good friends back in Perth, she even took the time to listen and to watch the video. So thank you. Um, there's so many people we oh, could actually Trisha, be thanking. There's so many people like, uh, you know, uh, Mandy, Helen, Jackson, even Jackson, Christoph, uh, you know, uh, you know, commented. And, um, you know, we've got uh, Nick Kushmich from uh, Canada, from, you know, obviously good friends with ours. Um, Caitlin McGregor, you know, so many people. We, we like, Literally, thank you so much. Uh, uh, I'm blown away because this podcast has been my sort of like passion and, 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 and love, really. And uh, when I... I, you know, now that we brought Karen on on board, it's just changed the the dynamics uh, mm-hmm. with bit. And uh, for Marcus, we, you know, it's just different. And I'm really excited. And she is like a trooper. I knew that when I brought her on, she already created like you know, I think probably 15 topics. And uh, we're done for the year, pretty much on what we're going to talk about. So, yeah. See, I have, I needed that organization in my life, so therefore uh, she's there. So um, yeah. I just want to say thank you for everybody, uh, for all the listeners and uh, for all the people who uh, actually took the time to comment um, to watch the video or listen to the podcast and actually made a comment on Inside Champions Mind um, fa- fa- uh, the, the fa- uh, Facebook page and uh, took the time to comment. I think uh, it's really great to be able to hear and also people who actually sent emails. So Yeah, we had some comments for some shows as well, which is actually where we're going to be going with today's show. But before we get into that, we've had a crazy week. It's been a it's been, uh, it's been a nuts. It's been it's been a nuts. You sound nuts, like you're talking. It's a been a nuts. It's, a nuts uh, it's, it's been a crazy yeah, week. Yeah, it has you know it's been of Olympic proportions. You have had <laughs> nice a Herculean effort, and in honor of the Olympics, I've got a little special surprise for you today. Oh man! Because Lawrence has not only won the Daddy Olympics for hurdles. Um, the okay. husband award for long distance marathon. I would like to present to you this lovely gold. Oh, wait, wow. wait, wait. No, it's not don't, chocolate. Don't so you can have it. it. Okay. No, no, if it was chocolate, you can have it. But this lovely, oh, oh I might mess the hair up. Oh. I don't know. This lovely oh, this award not... <laughs> for taking over this week because you may notice that my voice is a little bit lower and a little bit nasally. You maybe, got a sexy maybe... <laughs> husky voice right now. <laughs> it's the, can you hear me? I'm so nasally. But maybe you can talk about what happened this past week that has earned you this this lovely gold well, this award. Is, this is uh, unexpected. It's um, a first, isn't it? It is a first, yeah. She uh, surprised you, me. This is lifting awesome. Lifting the bar. <laughs> this is, uh, is going to be hard to come to, come come back from. I mean, how to reach the standard. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I can't remember what happened yesterday, actually. So it's, yeah, um, I guess the, this week's challenge was, has been, um, Karen has been unwell uh, and... You know, she's been, you know, she's been sick, you know, she she had the flu and she's coughing and and she's been nasally and mucus. And on top of that, we had our daughter's wedding, Kaya's. uh, Her wedding? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Absolutely not. Her birthday, her eighth eighth birthday on Friday. And she had a birthday party. And Karen, when she does a birthday party, trust me, it's uh, you want you will want to be invited. You want to be on that invite list. So um, and anyway, so she had to prepare for that. But the week leading up to it though unfortunately she was absolutely um, i could barely get out of bed yeah it was- I, I was in pajamas all week this is good for me today i'm dressed my hair is done but 
you had to get the kids to school. You had to do all the things I normally do on top of your normal work thing. And you didn't get a lot of sleep either because Christian is also sick at the same time. So you were trying to deal with him while I was dying in the other room. It's been, um, there's a red X on our door because do not come near because we are full of germs. In fact, I think we may need to enter the witness protection program because germs seem to know where we live right now. Oh, it's, I'm kind of immune to it. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. You, you, you've, just, you've just cursed yourself now. You have brought it on. It's just things you don't say. Yeah, yeah. That's I, one of I should knock on wood or something. Mm. But yeah. that, that was kind of making me think because one of our lovely listeners did type in. Um, did you want to talk about what his question was? Yeah, so like I don't want to name this uh, person because obviously I don't know know if I had permission. So, um, but, uh, let's not name them and, uh, say, you know, you know who you are. Um, I think that one of the, the, he wanted to know with the champion mindsets, um, to manage about how to deal with, um, situations when it comes to adversity. Not that this are like our week was, oh, you know, no. you know, in your mind, obviously it was adversity, but I mean, cakewalk. yeah, it's a cakewalk, cakewalk. compared to yeah. the things that we've actually gone through. We'll probably talk a little bit about that, um, in our past history and some of you might know, but, um, but basically, um, he's had a, a I think, I think he's, he, He's had a number of health challenges from fibromyalgia, health palpitations, uh, digestive issues, um, and it's taken its toll. And, um, and, you know, even, you know, considering that he, you know, he says that he's eating clean and he's moving well, um, and also, you know, focusing on a great mindset, um, it's very difficult for him to kind of deal with those daily challenges. And he wanted to us to kind of go, how can we do a, an episode on maybe where some days it feels like you're taking two steps for two steps forward, but you're taking actually five steps back at the same time. And, um, and, and he believes that obviously, there's a lot of people out there who are going to go through the same thing. And I, you know and the what, truth when, is, when is life perfect? When is it fantastic that, yay, so easy to keep a positive mindset when things are going well? What about when things aren't going well? What can we do? And, and that's a great question. So that got added to the list. So thank you for that. And keep those other questions coming in that we can talk about them as well. So. Yeah, add on, on top of the other 20 <laughs> topics that we got to get through somehow in the next year or so. We might have to make this a weekly podcast. So <laughs> um, now before you jump on the comments and say you need a <laughs> weekly podcast, like let's let's we, we, no, let's take slow it down a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll consider it. But um, I think it is a challenge for all of us. And, and yeah. everybody, I think, I think what happens in today's, uh, over-communicated social media type of world, we only see one facet. And we talked about this with Marcus uh, mm-hmm. uh, several times about we see on Facebook all the good things. And so therefore, we see that everybody else is having a great life, but we're struggling, you know, on in the inside. Yeah. And But that's just not true. You know, it, it's not true. I think it's really important for us to realize that the, the Facebook world is not the real world. Okay? Not, and neither is Pinterest. Pinterest can be my friend or my downfall because I see all these mummies <laughs> oh, who, who have amazing sequin skills, hot glue gun skills, and I think I can do that. And then when I can't quite get there in time or in ready. It sets the bar high. And then you're comparing yourself to these people who have these wonderful, perfect lives. But as you say, it's just a snapshot of what they want you to see. And the crazy thing is that you're actually the standard for what most people look up to regards to, uh, you know, party uh, and, you know, decorations and stuff. But well, that's, that's beside the point. Um, it, it is a, a big challenge. I think, you know, you struggle through this week and, yeah. you, know, ment- you know, emotionally and mindset wise, um, you struggle through this. Like, why am I still sick? You know, um, I've had a really bad sickness early in the year uh, when I came back from America. When I came back, I was gone for nine days, which was unusual for me you yeah, know you even 24 hours it's it's a big thing for me for nine days it was a big tough and we talked about that but it's a challenge for you what what was going through your mind what was some of the difficulties you know although compared to other things that people other people have mentioned yeah it's not about the thing like it's not about you getting the flu or you have fibromyalgia or you know you have like you know cancer or whatever i'm not 
you know, putting any of those down. But what's yeah. important is like what you're going through is exactly what other people are going through well, in my, their own respective yeah, in their mindset. Yeah. It's what's significant yeah. to you at that time. Yes, exactly. So, what was going through your mind? What, what were some of the challenges? You, you know, you know and- it's hard when you've been trying to work up to say working out and you've been going really well and doing that. And then you get sick and then a week go by, goes by and then another week and then another week. And you just start getting a bit down because you just, you're doing so well. And to try and get back into that again, to do your daily routines and things that are tiring you out. And, and for me as a mom, not feeling like I can be there for my kids a hundred percent and doing what I needed to do. Like I forgot to go to some of Christian's appointments. I, I couldn't even go in and help at the library. Like I felt like massive mom failures this week because I couldn't pull it together enough mm-hmm. to do the things I committed to do for them. And you know, that, that brings you down. Yeah. And, and it, I think right goes down to, you know, to answer some of the questions that uh, the, our listener actually had is about expectation. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening, like you just described about you being a mom, right? And you have this, expectation of what a model mom should be in your mind yeah. right yeah. and um and often sudden when you can't do those things and when you can't live up to those things unfortunately it creates this gap this gap of of like i should be x but i'm actually nowhere close to x i'm actually more of a y right now and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like you have this disparity of this gap that all of a sudden you go then you put, you know, basically just feeling of a void in which then you put yourself down. Um, and that's the struggle, right? The struggle is hard enough to struggle through a cold or flu or whatever health issues that you might be dealing with. But it's almost like this expectations, that expectation of yourself, right? Not mm-hmm. anybody else, even just yes. yourself, that you have to be at this level. And when you can't do that, because that's what normal to us, um, you know, you have that gap. And that goes with exercise. It goes through um, you know, your body image and it goes through, um, you know, any health challenges anybody ever had. And that is a huge, huge thing. And, you know, one of the things that uh, we actually have to have one of the, I guess, solutions, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a solution per se, but something to keep in mind is to sometimes remember is that our expectation of ourselves is really a lot um, stronger or harder on, we're harder on ourselves than, than everybody else sees of us. And I think it's about making sure that our expectations actually fits the reality that we're actually living in and lowering that expectation of ourselves, um, which is hard for people who are perfection, um, perfectionism. Um, and I have guilty of that too, as well. Um, is that when we have certain perfection, uh, perfectionism in ourselves, we're always striving to become better. You know, like it's, it's hard to, you know, create hair like this every single day. No, I'm just joking. But you know, I, I, no, I'm just trying to downplay yes. this, but no, I mean, I it's really important. Right? Um, well, maybe we can go back to, because, you know, that's not that big a deal being sick, but maybe we can go back to an experience that happened in my life when my parents had moved to Australia, been here seven, uh, how long have they been? Seven weeks. And we had a massive change in our life. Now, have we spoken about this uh, on the show? I, I've done a talk on it. Know. And so, but I'm not sure if we ever discussed okay, it on the so show. So let's, let's put this back in context because okay, so, you're the, you know, we yeah. lived through so it. So we'll really briefly go into it and then talk about what strategies we use to go through it. So mm-hmm. picture yourself, it's Christmas day and we have both Lawrence's parents and my parents at our house. And we announced to them that we were pregnant and expecting our first child. So everything was wonderful. It was a lovely hot day. And I suggested after dinner, why didn't we go for a swim at the beach? So we did. 
Well, actually, breakfast was at lunchtime. I think, no, was so. that dinner? Was it dinner time? Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so Memories. After, yeah. Well, this one unfortunately is kind of seared into my brain because after dinner, it was my decision and my suggestion we go for a swim, and we did. We got into the water, and about my dad, my dad wasn't a very good swimmer, and about two seconds later, he was only up to his chest in water, and a medium-sized wave came. Nothing nothing major at all. And I said to him, dad, watch out. There's a wave knowing that he wasn't very good in the water. And the wave went over my head. And when I came up, my life changed forever because when I looked at my father, he was now face down in the water and, you know, quickly turned him over. I thought he'd had a stroke at first and it eventually became apparent that he had had a spinal injury and had broke his neck ultimately becoming a tetraplegic. Now for people who don't know that's arms, legs, and also not being able to breathe for yourself. So that's our scenario. I think I was maybe 10 weeks pregnant, Christmas Day, um, in an emergency room, learning that this is what's happened to my father, this is what's going to be happening, and that was our life for three years until, um, unfortunately, he passed on. So I think that's, for me, that's probably the best example I can talk about, and perhaps yourself as well, as to it was a really rough place we were in. How did you? St- how did we stay positive? How did we deal with it? How did we try to have a champion's mindset? And certainly knowing I had a baby growing inside me and I didn't want to have my emotions and my thoughts affect the baby. Yeah. Well, I think one of the key things is that, you know, having studied a lot as, you know, as a chiropractor and also studied about, you know, uh, emotions and everything else and really knowing the fact that in studies have shown that what a mother goes through emotionally, mm. you know, um, is... Um, is what the child goes through or experiences. So when the child is going through, um, you know, growing inside the mother's womb, the they have no um, experience to the reality that they live in in terms of the world. And the only experience, the environment that they believe they're going to grow into is the environment of the, of the woman. Okay. So we get to see and experience the environment and we still get to control that, but they can't, they just basically experience life, um, based on the, on the woman's, uh, uh, environment. So whatever stresses the mother goes through the, 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 the fetus is actually choosing the genes selected from the parents. Um, and then, you know, preparing themselves for the next nine months to, to prepare for this environment, this world they're expected to, to come out of. And so um, if they live in a very stressful environment, they're going to select genes that will help them deal with uh, and, you know, in, in a stressful environment. And, and we didn't, we, knowing all this stuff, I mean, we can go into it in massive detail, but I don't want to do too, too much. But knowing that, I had to make sure Karen um, had to really stay as focused as possible, given the situation, you just imagine, put yourself in that situation mm-hmm. there, given your, you know, your dad had just became a uh, tetraplegic or quadriplegic and all of a sudden have, you know, have lost the ability to move. Um, and now in facing life and death, and then somehow we got to be able to create this, um, this, you know, for you to stay as calm as possible. I can't like for me, you know, trying to control the situation is very, very difficult because I can't control how she feels. I can't control, but I can influence her. And that was the thing that I knew I could do. I could try to, try, right? Try to influence our situation as best as possible and not tell you what to do because that wouldn't have helped. (laughs) That would not have helped. You've learned that lesson. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we've been together for 20 years. So, uh, but it's more to really just influence and remind her to stay focused and change the things that we can change. And at that moment in time, really 
there was nothing we could have done. We we were both doing um, AR and CPR with mm-hmm. your dad. But once that everything was sorted, once we got that got him to the hospital, really was left to the hands of the medical profession. Yeah. And we could do all the influence that we could do by you know proper nutrition. We can try to do you know from an adjustment point of view, from a chiropractic point of view, stimulation of the nerve system. We could change um, the way he moved and exercise and stretches on top of the physio that he was going through. But what we could change was how it affected us. So what you're saying basically though is is that we we chose to focus on what we could change, not what we couldn't. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so that, I was really mindful of that because I was I did not want the baby that was growing inside. I mean at that point we didn't know if it was a boy or girl to come out in a stressed environment or to even possibly lose the baby if yeah. if I was in that state as well. So having a higher purpose more than myself. I think knowing that there was this person growing inside of me that needed me to be there for them. I think in some ways that kind of helped me detach to be able to deal with that situation because I had to put somebody in front of myself and I had to worry about that person because it's really easy to, um, if, if it's just ourselves is to not worry about ourselves and to put ourselves last and as moms or as other people as well. I, I think we're usually on the bottom of the totem pole. We're making sure everybody else is okay and everyone else is fine and everybody else, but there's never enough time usually for us with everything fitting in. So that was one, putting yeah. it in front. The second thing is is you have an amazing array and selection of mindset um, recordings and audiobooks and positive things to listen to. And every day I would go and I would walk and I would just plug it in and I would listen. And it was amazing because whatever I needed to hear that day, I usually found it somewhere in that recording. I didn't specifically go looking for it, but I heard something that I needed to hear that helped me process things and put my mind in a better place. So that, mm. that would be another thing I would suggest, you know, especially when you're feeling down. The sun, the sun made an amazing difference being out in the sun um, or sitting in front of the ocean or somewhere beautiful and putting something into your ears to listen to that is going to help condition your mind and your brain into thinking differently and break any negative patterns that you're having. Because really, you know, as you were saying earlier to me, someday you can't just set a goal that I will be doing this today. I'll be doing this in five days. Sometimes it was just by the minute. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Like I think, you know, let's recap that because I think the why is very important. It starts yeah. there. The why of, of what are you doing this for and realization that was from someone's. I would, um, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine if you weren't pregnant, right? Just think about it. Like if you weren't pregnant. Yeah, I think I would have been a mess. I think, yeah. I, I think yeah. I honestly feel like it was a godsend that mm-hmm. you were pregnant at the time because if you weren't, I don't know if I could have collected the pieces. Like I'm sure we would have been, mm-hmm. but I just think that you would have been a complete mess. Um, and we would have just dealt with it differently because you would have been, um, we would have played victim, I guess that's so easy, right? But because you couldn't, because you had to care for someone else, you didn't play victim because you knew you had to put it, hold it together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good, strong lesson for any of you going through these adversities is that if, if we make it for ourselves, you know, typically we won't do it. We won't. Um, well, not, not that we won't do it, but we, we, we will, we would do more for others than we would do for yeah. ourselves. And so when you, when I think one of the key things is go find, go find your why. And it's typically not you. It's typically someone else that you're mm-hmm. living for, um, to, to help you lift your game. So I think that's really important. Um, you mentioned something about the, the podcast, uh, sorry, not podcast, but just inspirational stuff. I did, I did have, I've been listening to a lot of inspirational stuff for a very long time and and trust me, like, even though with all the years of, you know, embedding these information in my head, 
I still have problems yeah. to this day as we're recording this. And it's about, yeah. you know, uh, the analogy that I have, it's like uh, someone always said is that um, your brain, your mind is like a garden. And, you know, you can, you know, prepare with the greatest soil and the sun and the, and the water and grow some beautiful flowers and plant mm. some beautiful seeds. You're always going to have weeds in the garden. Like you still got a garden. We don't garden. We hate gardening. But no, I, don't, I, don't, I like gardening. Oh, do you garden? I hate gardening. Garden. But um, you have to be vigilant against those gardens. But you still have to be vigilant because weeds yeah. are still <laughs> going to grow no matter what. Yeah. And so, therefore, you have to pick up those those weeds and take it out. And those weeds are negative stuff, right? If you mm-hmm. use that analogy. And in life, there's always going to be negative thoughts coming to you no matter what. We live in this environment. So are you saying be more self-aware of what thoughts you are having? Because how do you? Because you can say, okay, I'm being self-aware. I'm having a negative thought. I can't get out of this negative thing because it's it's easy to say yeah I'm having one but how do you how do you break that cycle how do you get out of it because that is just so hard and to some days especially when you're not feeling well and you're in that place it mm. it is so hard to climb out of it I think it's about condensing the time so it's about rather than saying like it's you know someone said this beautifully after my Ireland trip that we did, um, that we talked about um, was that it's not about a switch. It's not like I came home and was like, oh, I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think I came home like a different person. I'm still who I am. Yeah. Um, but something shifted. But it wasn't like a switch being switched on or off. It was more like a dial. And it's about me living in that moment and then dialing it up as I go through the years. You know, And if you dial up and it's more – if you see it as dialed on a switch and all of a sudden like you, don't, you lose the expectation of like I have to transform. I have to be – you know, have a champion's mind. No, that's, it's not – you are who you are. It's mm-hmm. about how can you dial it up at that moment in time. And how you dial up is losing the expectation that this has to happen for years or months or even weeks like you just said. Sometimes it's minute by minute. Like sometimes it's being – fighting that adversity. I'm like how can I stay strong in this next, next minute? How can I shift my focus in the next minute and then the next two minutes? And it's about training that brain. And it's like anything else. Your mind is like a muscle. And you're, you know, focusing on, 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 on our champion's mind is not about just doing it once or twice or once a month. And not even once every two weeks. It's about constantly training that brain so that you're self-aware. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, being the ability to go, okay, now that I know that I'm aware that I'm going to down this rabbit hole of this negative thought pattern, how do I you know, switch gears and switch? Now, in order to switch, it's easier if you've done it a few times or even a thousand times. It's harder the very first time. It's like you going to work out for the first time. Like if you came up to to say go to CrossFit gym right now, like you you'd be like, what am I even doing here? Like you wouldn't yeah. even know the pattern. But if you've done it enough times, um, you're going to be crazy. That like waking up. Remember when I first started um, CrossFit like a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Um, waking up at five o'clock in the morning. That was hard work. Crazy. Right? Yeah, crazy. And I yeah. even to this day, this morning, because yeah. I Christian had a bad night and I slept yeah. in his bed this night and I put in my alarm clock five o one. It was hard. It was hard, but even last week, it was hard work. And I'm like, the only thought in my head was like, get out of bed, get out of bed, get out. That was the only mantra that I had. And once I get out of bed, it's like that switch. All of a sudden, everything takes over. So I think it's about keeping it short, keeping it um, – don't don't get so stressed about trying to Do navigate yourself. Once. Yeah. No, don't navigate to, to the months and years. Just keep it short and change pattern. Make it smaller. I think definitely when you're in that hole or you're in that, you're in that hard place that you're struggling, make it smaller. And it might not be 10 things you're doing that day. It might just be one thing. And to celebrate that as a success and not be disappointed that you're not doing what you could normally be doing because that doesn't help. And I think another thing that I found during the whole situation with my father is what 
what I could control, which we, we kind of touched on as well, because I couldn't control what was happening with my father or what the doctors were doing. But what I could control was who was entering his room, because that was a big thing for us as well with mindset was that we did not want them speaking negatively in the room with my father, although he was unconscious. Yeah. I don't know if he can hear or how it could affect him. And so I was, I was very clear with all the doctors, you do not enter this room and speak negative or say he has no chance. If you want to have that conversation with me, we have it outside the door. Mm. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. But again, putting somebody else in front of myself, I was an advocate for my father at that point. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people might not know this. I've got a couple of degrees. One of them is chiropractic. And I had actually just stopped chiropractic. I've got a bachelor of chiropractic uh, science and chiropractic and had decided at that point in time, which is very interesting, is decided to stop and not to become a chiropractor. Yeah, and just I think years, yeah. yeah, and I think just three weeks before that I'd actually taken all my accreditation on CPR and all of that. <laughs> And then this incident happens and you got to kind of sit back and look and say, do you know what? Maybe the universe was preparing me to mm. give me the skills I needed to cope with this situation because I knew anatomy, I knew a physiology, I knew how to do stretches, I knew nerve innovations, I knew which bones went where, how, and especially a spinal injury. And yeah. here I've just devoted three years of my life to studying the spine, having that knowledge. And that's what I want to say, knowledge, surrounding yourself with people who are knowledgeable, gaining knowledge for yourself. Yeah gives you back power and it gives you control yeah. because it puts the ball in your court because especially when you're out of your depth, there'll be lots of people telling you how things should be and it's your life. It's your rules. Gain as much of it back as you can because that gives you the ability to have that control. Well, the environment is so <laughs> huge. Like the environment that we, I mean, you can only control the hospital environment as much as you can. <laughs> I mean, like it's freaking beeping noises everywhere. You know, it's very, very stressful. It's, you know, that's one of the reasons why we had a home birth, you know, and we'll, we can talk about that later. But yeah. we, we get to control our environment. I mean, this is our environment right now. I know you kind of make fun of this, you know, sports background here, but this is my environment. This is my little room. This is where I kind of come here and play every day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's surrounded by greatness. I want to feel like I'm, I got greatness surrounding me um, all the time. Hello. I know you're constantly <laughs> in my life, but you're not here in my office, you know? So, um, so that's one thing. And I remember we watched that movie last night. We watched a part of a movie called the, I think it was the walk, um, which is about Philippe Petit, um, Petit and who walked across the, uh, empire state buildings. Uh, yeah. On, a high, on a wire. On the Twin wire. Towers. Yeah, Twin on the Towers, wire. The and um, he, he was, before he did all that, he was actually a um, street performer. And one of the things that he did, he drew, he would never speak in his circle. So he would draw a chalk of a circle around him. When he was doing his street performance. When he was doing his street And he yeah. would not speak. And he would just do like mime, but he would just perform. But anybody who crossed the line, you know, even if a foot, he would mm. actually push them back or step on it or just to make sure. But that he was trying to control his environment. And this is what it is. It's so important that you get to control the environment because your environment dictates how you feel or think. Or, and and that's the champion's mindset. One is control the environment that you actually have, which is in your control. Mm -hmm. I mean, certain things you can't control. You can't control whether it's going to be raining or sunny today. However, you can control what that means to us. And um, perfect example, I'll just one more example. When we went to Bali, when it was pouring rain for the first two days, we were there in Bali. We can't control it. But what did the W do? They gave us like um, fruit shots, I think. So cool. Right? So cool. Just went around um, to, because they knew that they couldn't change the environment, but they can change how we feel about it. And so he, they all came around with like these pineapple papaya you know, shots. So amazing, amazing drinks and a little shot glass with some dry ice effect that all this smoke is just billowing down. Mm -hmm. um, so it was very theatrical. Yeah. It was complimentary. 
And it came with a card and yeah. they dropped off the card after they dropped off these shots. And it said basically something to the effect of, you know, um, you know, every, uh, with every rain, uh, sorry, every rainbow requires some, 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 rain. some, some rain. And that changed the context of how we saw the whole situation. Like they can't control the rain, but we're going to sit there anyways. We're going to have to be here and enjoy the environment or we can be pissed off about it. And uh, basically that little card, that little shot, uh, fruit shot, just changed their context. And I think it's about those little switches, those little moments where we can actually start to see things a little bit differently. Um, I will end off with one more tip on this. Um, when, when you're feeling like you're trying to take steps forward and things are kind of pushing you back, um, it's finding the gratitude. It's giving thanks. Um, you went to for the sunshine and, and the walks. Um, I think it's about every day just being either every day or every moment um, when you're at it is being thankful. We were so thankful for the smallest things we did, Dad. I mean, I'm talking about like, did he actually did, did was he able to move or did he blink or, yeah. or you know did he understand us? You know, especially in the first video, he did eventually able to talk, but it took him months yeah. to be able to get his speech back. Um, we were looking for the smallest signs, you know, um, as an as a chiropractor, we're doing neurological signs. It's like, oh my god, he actually reacted, you know, doing a neurological sign. Like those things meant a lot to us. They were so small, like what we take for granted, like just moving our fingers and hands, and like like you don't like. I mean, for anybody who understands and, and sees um, who had experience with quadriplegia or any. Um, uh, you know, any type of situation like that, we'll understand how much we take for granted, you know, in life that happened in a split second, we turned our backs and the next thing you knew, our life completely changed Mm -hmm. and taking, um, giving thanks to, you know, those moments of time, like every moment, whether it be the sunshine, being thankful that the sunshine's out today or being thankful that someone's, you know, was able to give, uh, you know, give you a cup of coffee or whatever it is. It's just spending that moment to have grace and gratitude will keep your mind focused on what's right in the world and not what's bad. Because what our tendency to do in our champion, you know, in, in, in life is that we move towards the negative style of what we're missing and what's happening to us rather than what's actually happening. That's right in us. I think that's a really good point. We're surrounded by the news that is consistently negative. We are training our minds without even knowing it to be that way. So I think yeah. to end off this podcast, I think that was a really really strong point. Thank you. So I hope that answers your question and uh, keep them coming. Uh, we'll try to, you know, tackle them as much as we can. And these, these questions are, and topics are, are great suggestions. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes we don't think about it. Sometimes we might've done it, but maybe it was three years ago. Who knows? I can't remember what we did last week. So, and I didn't listen. So <laughs> <laughs> between the two of us, we're great. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everything's fresh. Everything's new. Um, this is a, you know, this is a great episode and thank you for, um, uh, you know, sharing your comments. And so one of the things I want to share with people is that I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited. September 10th and 11th, Melbourne Convention Center. Uh, we're having the Wellness Summit. And guess, we haven't actually booked our flights, but we might, potentially, we might. 99% is happening. That uh, we're actually going to have Karen there too. So if uh, uh, we haven't booked our flights, but I think we're going to convince her to, to be there. And uh, I think we'll, bring our, we'll definitely bring our families as well and the kids. So um, they're going to attend their first Wellness Summit. And I, for those who are listening, um, I'd love for you to attend your first summit too as well. Um, make sure you go to uh, thewellnesssummit.com. Um, if you want us, here's a special code for you. Go to LT100. LT100 is a promo code that you can enter. And that will give you $100 off the regular price tickets. Um, so for those of you who already bought tickets, 
Fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing you. We are hacking the T, uh, the wellness, uh, the wellness couch awards night. I don't even think you know about this on the Saturday night where, uh, do I send a chance? Can I win? You, you could be best newcomer. Best so newcomer. It's, it's about, uh, it's about voting guys. And uh, there'll be votes coming up. Um, I'm hoping to get best hair and Damien is going to be best no hair. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, we're, we're going to get some awards. So anyways, um, Please, guys, uh, thank you so much for, for spending some time on Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash Insights Champions Mind. Thanks for liking it and commenting. Uh, keep keep the comments coming because um, I think it's, it helps us you know, develop new content and helps your, your confidence. And, and you're, yes. you're, you're, man, you're like a pro at this now. I, I need to step back, I think. So, um, and also go to the wellness couch, but more importantly, go to the wellness summit.com to buy your tickets at the moment, Melbourne convention center, September 10th and 11th. I really look forward to seeing you there and tell your friends, uh, about the inside champions mind. I think the only way to get this podcast out to the public where I got to change direction, make sure you go and tell your friends about this podcast. Cause it's really important and go check out the video or uh, go to YouTube, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe just tell people about the podcast. Cause this is a complete sensory experience really you do need the video yeah, you, you need, need it 2d i can't provide you 3d but i can provide you that's 2D. right you need and to if, see if this you want to check out the metal <laughs> which go for gold it is here that's right oh and don't forget if you're actually interested in podium which is the uh, the first champion's mind um retreat that we're doing it's a, a four days uh three nights uh, mm-hmm. um package that we're, we're trying to create right now we just need to have a uh, num- people who are interested. If you are interested, go to insidethechampionsmind.com. That's insidethechampionsmind.com or the link will be in the, in the show notes. But please go there because uh, we'll just love to know. We just need to make sure that if there's numbers there, great, we'll, we'll, we'll create it. Um, if there isn't, that's fine. We'll, we'll create one next year. Okay? We'll go alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be in Bali at the W Hotel. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. You do not. Guys, this has been Inside the Champions Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do in life and love and legacy. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Karen Tan. We'll see you on episode 103. Take care. Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.